So now, like Kenny Mayne, um, and that's our show. No, no, no. It's not our show. Not our Another show. Another episode of Deeper Roots with our friends at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. What do you have? We're going to get you back, by the way, to do a Deeper Roots episode and actually bring all of these John Wisconsin stories together to life and walk around Green Bay and see where you grew up. That's we had all these we'll people get... together, the whole planet might melt. <laughs> I would like to try. I would like to try. <laughs> we'll go do it from This Pete time Beach. around, the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke. So, J.A., this is a woman that has dedicated her life to being the farmer's advocate on the broadcast side, like you and I. She has a show literally every morning where she tells farmers what's going on in their world, keeps them up to date, and this woman is a hoot. Actually grew up on a farm in Abrams, Wisconsin, just north of Green Bay. Uh, it's a good one. You'll love this. She is a wonderful woman and a dear friend of mine. This is the fabulous farm babe, Pam Yonke, on Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. I'm so grateful to be able to tell your story on your family farm. Yeah. In Abrams, Wisconsin, with <laughs> is that going to be knee high by the Fourth of July? I don't know this year. We'll see. We need more I rain. Don't know. That's all. You want to start a conversation with a farmer? Always start with weather. Farmers, brewers, hunters, packers, badgers, cheeseheads, neighbors. No matter what name we go by, we are bound together by our roots. These are the people, the stories, and the patriotism from inside Wisconsin. Welcome to Deeper Roots with Blaine's Farm and Fleet. All right, so let's be real. Where else would we start season two of the Deeper Roots episodes with Inside Wisconsin with Pam Yonke, the fabulous farm babe. Did you, you coined that yourself, right? It was a joke that went awry. This is where you grew up. Yeah. So is it fair to say that this is where it all started for what has been your career? Is this where you fell in love with farming? Oh, for sure, for sure. When I was a kid, there wasn't a phone in the barn. So you yelled from the house to the barn to get folks to come in if there was an important call. So I've always been using my voice around the farm. What was the moment where it clicked over to, yeah, I'm gonna do this on behalf of all the other farmers across the entire state for the rest of my career? Well, I, it probably was a little bit more gradual than you might, might think. So when I was growing up, things were challenging in agriculture. We never milked more than 40 cows. Then I went to college in the 80s. I was I graduated from O'Connell Falls in 82 and that is when interest rates for farm loans were 18 to 22 if you could get a loan. And I got a phone call from my mom and she said listen we just got done talking to the tax man and he said the greatest liability this farm has is our college daughter get a job. And it never dawned on me to get a job. I wanted to become an agriculture attorney. At that time, there were all kinds of um, bankruptcies, foreclosures, sheriffs coming out and kicking farmers off the land. And so I wanted to get in on that action. I wanted to be the farmer's advocate. And one of my professors said to me, Yankee, why don't you wake up and smell the coffee? You never shut up. You're talking to everybody. You're all about, you know, what's going on. He said, why don't you go over to journalism and see what's, what they can do? And I'd already been doing radio just for kicks. There was no ag journalism at that time, so I did broad area agriculture and broadcast journalism as a dual major. All with the idea that you eventually, ironically, are the farmer's advocate just on yeah. the broadcast side now. Kind of funny how that worked out. My background, the way I was brought up, my family's, the, you know, the influence of all my family, family, you know, we farm together. I, I mean, all of that guides me internally on story direction, when you grow up in it, you get, a, you get a second sense about what's going on. You started doing this 
well before this new hot thing called the internet. Oh, baby. How did that flip your world on its head? When I started in farm broadcasting, I had one station. I had to call, I had a rotary dial phone, I had what were makeshift eight track cassettes where my audio loop was, and everything had to be live and right here. There wasn't really much phone interview because they didn't have cell phones, and they're not gonna sit in the house and wait for you to call them. Technology comes along, innovations in the studio with my equipment, how I'm doing things, and it makes things faster, but you still have to rely on relationships. Know that you are paying attention to their kids in the ring, or their crops, or their dairy celebration, or their anniversary, you, you've gotta show up. Today, I'm on 26 radio stations and growing. I do television Monday through Friday. Fabulous Farm Babe is the website, is my license plate, is my hashtag. You said earlier uh, that the Fabulous Farm Babe was a joke. Yep. So you gotta tell that story, let's go. October of 1990, there was a woman one of the first, if not the only woman that was doing sports on a syndicated platform nationwide. She was a sports babe. And I remember I listened to her because she had drops and she had the hottest guests. So the Farm Bureau guys, Wisconsin Farm Bureau guys, said, hey, come out to this meeting. You know, a bunch of guys are gonna be there. So I'd show up and then they would introduce me. You've heard of the sports babe? Well, this is our farm babe. And so, it, it started that way where they all started just introducing me as the farm babe and then it got to then you know embellishments then it was fabulous farm babe and then I lost control. What does the word farm mean to the fabulous farm babe? I don't look at it as the technical how many cows how many acres gross uh, production numbers I don't look at that I look at the family dynamics I look at the fact that it's still mom dad and the kids or mom, dad, kids, in-laws, you know, multi-generations, those people that help us, we care very much about, and their families. The family dynamic in Wisconsin agriculture, you, you can't deny it. There hasn't been much you haven't seen in all of the years that you've been in this business. Yeah. And then COVID hits. <laughs> so like, let's get real, how freaked out were farmers? Farmers were some of the first directly impacted by COVID. Yeah. Why? People couldn't go to work, can't process milk, can't process meat. We've got people that are emailing me and texting me about why can't I get more than a gallon of milk? And then I'm doing a story about a dairy farmer dumping a semi-load in the, in the lagoon and the disconnect. And so now I have to slow down. It's not just about the news churn, it's about helping that consumer understand, why can't I get pork? Why can't I get beef? Why, why, why? And I was the only one that was in that wheelhouse every day. There had been yard signs people had started putting up. FFA supports, our, supports dairy farmers. Please support your pork producer and that. And I thought, you know, we should not be segmenting by commodity. So I said to the boss, you know, we ought to do what Wisconsin needs farmers. So I had staff driving across the state of Wisconsin, delivering Wisconsin Need Farmers red and black yard signs. And, and thank God, sponsors stepped up and helped us defray some of the cost. And more importantly, that was a catalyst to bring some of my buddies in the radio building back to work. Who's gonna be the advocate when you're not the advocate anymore? I got a staff of three that are incredibly talented right now. Passionate like you are? Yeah, you have to. Listen, 
I go in at two in the morning. Uh, so when I'm going in, <laughs> still, so the still first, going at two in the morning. F- first fifteen minutes, I'm pulling out of the garage. It's rah, 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 rah. why am I doing this? Why am at my age? Why am I doing this? Rah, rah, rah. If you don't love it, people can hear it. My audience is a very very loyal audience, but they aren't afraid to cry BS <laughs> if you're if they don't if they think you're insincere. If you could pick one thing, Pam that you would say if this is what I want to to stay true for Wisconsin Farms long past your career, what do you want to make sure we never lose? Respect. Respect and appreciation. Whether it's knowing you can buy local, never take it for granted. Whether it's watching that neighbor kid show an animal at the fair, never take it for granted. That's the real thing. It's not just about the farms, it's about the cheese plants, the milk co-ops, all of the infrastructure that helps our agriculture, that touches every community somehow. What did they say? One out of every 20 people is involved in agriculture. You just may not see it that way. And it's going to continue to evolve. Where are we sitting right now? What is this place? Why is Lambeau Field behind us? So you were at my home farm. Yes. I love my home farm, Mm -hmm. but uh, growing up in that house, I don't want to go back to that house there. in retirement. So you are sitting in the backyard of what I love to call Pambo. And this is in Green Bay where we will retire. We are not snowbirds. Yeah, sure. We will be here because of the atmosphere, because of the neighborhood, because it is Wisconsin. That's kind of my job. Slow you down, don't make the assumptions. You think anybody can make a career out of that? I don't know, we'll see. Or headroom? I'm the problem again. (laughs) So I- Watch out for the pigeons. They'll be part of the fun. All right, tall guy, birds. Yep. Sweet. Yep. What's one of the favorite fruits of summer in Wisconsin? Sweet corn. Fruit, fruit. My Ooh, job is never done. That's that's gonna Mother, make it real. Uh, how about a strawberry? I would go that route, Which yeah. I'd smack you aside the head and show people a strawberry. Sweet corn's good too. It is always a good time with the fabulous farm babe Pam Yonke. What an incredible, deep-rooted Wisconsin story that we're proud to share. We appreciate you, Pam. That's a kickoff to season two with deeper roots with our friends at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. If you or someone you know also has a deep-rooted story, let us know, would you please? All you need to do is head to farmandfleet.com slash deeper roots and fill out the form for your chance to be featured here on the show. As always, don't forget to like and comment below. Subscribe if you're on YouTube. Leave a five-star review if you're listening to the podcast. All right, we will see you next time. Talk to you later. Bye. Remember to subscribe on YouTube, leave a review, smash the like button, just get with us.